Welcome to Word on the Way, Church of the Cross's daily reading podcast. COTC is an Anglican church in and for Northeast Dawson, rooted in Scripture, guided by ancient practices, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The next few minutes will feature a reading of Scripture appointed for today, a short reflection on it from a member of our community, and prayer informed by the passage. Our hope is that in these moments you will encounter Jesus, the Living Word. This is Blair Porter from Church of the Cross, Austin, and our reading for today is Revelation 8. When he opened the seventh seal, there was a silence in heaven for about half an hour, and I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel who had a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all God's people on the golden altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense together with the prayers of God's people went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down on the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain all ablaze was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star blazing like a torch fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light, and also a third of the night. As I watched, I heard an angel that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the trumpet blasts about to be sounded by the other three angels. The Word of the Lord. The book of Revelation can be confusing, unsettling, and also slightly terrifying. However, this particular passage has drawn me closer to the heart of God and has inspired my prayer life. I hope it is that you may encounter our true God through it as well as we take a closer look. At the heart of the book of Revelation is a series of three judgments that go by different names. The first set is called the seven seals. The second, the seven trumpets. The final is referred to as the seven bowls. How are the seals, trumpets, and bulls related? It is hard to tell. Like I said, Revelation is a confusing book. Thanks to my fearless leaders of our Revelation Bible study this fall, I'm of the opinion that these judgments do not describe a literal and chronological sequence of global disaster. Rather, the three different judgments describe the same reality of God's working out his purposes on the plane of human history as God brings his kingdom to earth. Each series of judgments describes it from a different vantage point. The seals from the perspective of the church, the trumpets, the unbelieving world, 
and the bowls from the throne of God. What was really impressed upon me, and we see explicitly in this chapter, is the way that our prayers move history. Chapter 8 begins with silence in heaven. And then we are told in verses 3 through 5 that an angel with a golden censer comes before the throne of God with the prayers of God's people. And in response to those prayers, God acts, releasing the seven angels to blow the seven trumpets. This is poetic and memorable of describing how our prayer, no matter how quiet, distracted, or seemingly insignificant, matters to God. I hear this passage and I feel safe and loved by God. Our Father in heaven is attentive to us. He bends down from his holy hill and listens to our cries, listens to our requests, listens to our anxieties and fears, listens to our joys and thanksgivings. I also hear an invitation to participate in what he is doing, an invitation to join with him in bringing his kingdom forth here on earth through prayer. Our prayers have weight with God. Our prayers are not in vain. As we blow out our Advent candles each night, the smoke, thin and wispy, curls and turns as it rises up. I see our prayers of the day rising with them, knowing and believing that they reach the ears and heart of God. The remaining portion of the passage describes the series of judgments that occur with each trumpet blast. What is being vividly imagined for us is judgment against evil and sin. The trumpets symbolize an alarm, an alarm sounding that is that something is wrong. That's what trumpets are for, to alert people to danger. These trumpets are the harsh realities of history sounding the alarm. You're going down the wrong road and you better turn around. You see, God allows us to reap what we sow. But in his mercy, he also uses these things to awaken us. This passage is sobering and unsettling. It ought to be. This is not just a word for the unbelieving world, but for me too. For my sin and my disobedience. However, What really shines forth in this passage for me is God's character, his mercy towards us, his willingness and desire to warn us and call us out of sin and death. He is a good and kind father who desires for us to hear his call, to turn to him and walk in Christ and have fullness of life. Because of this, I have the courage to look and hold my sin before him when I hear those alarms. I have the courage to ask for forgiveness and walk towards the light. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you hear us and attend to us. I ask that you would help us turn all that is in our hearts and minds into prayers to you, that you'd make us people that are quick to pray, quick to turn to you with our needs. Lord, thank you for inviting us to participate in all that you're doing. I ask that by your Holy Spirit, you'd inspire our prayers for our neighbors, for Austin, for all the earth, that your kingdom may come. And God, thank you for your mercies. I pray that by your Spirit, we would have a sense of your alarms for us and that we may turn back to you. 
In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. Check out cotcaustin.org to learn more about our community or to connect with us further. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.